What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 56. Today, I am joined by Prince. Hey there. And Ace. Hiya. So it's going to be probably a short little podcast this week um, for very silly reasons, uh, but it should still be fun and should be packed with enjoyment and trivia and, and, and trophies and stuff. So uh, let's move straight on to the news. It's the same content, less time. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, gem-packed. It's all quality, not quantity, if if you catch us. Yeah, right, quick it's roll dense. credits. <laughs> Con- it's content-rich. Mm. Okay, <laughs> anyways, so uh, Sony has unveiled a uh, mini PS4 controller uh, that's going to be uh, releasing soon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's going to be $30 American, $40 Canadian. Uh, it's going to be wired. It's kind of a cute little thing. It removed the uh, the touchpad for the most part. There's like a little touchpad button, it looks like, in the center, but uh, it doesn't have like the full touchpad. Hmm. So yeah, I can I can hear the waves of people going ah now. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think um, you press the button and then it turns the sticks into like the touchpad somehow. Some, yeah, something <laughs> like, like that. that. Um, it's actually made by Hori, isn't it? Which um, hopefully. Um, gamers on on tt and ta will will recognize uh, as they're one of the few that do turbo pads that are officially licensed by microsoft and sony oh, so um yeah i didn't they, know that yep they're, they're, they're really good I, i've um gotten some of their pads before as well yeah top notch um yeah it's interesting isn't it so sony are saying that or i don't know if it's sony or if it's um hori they're marketing this to kids because it, it drops the whole um what do you call those arm bits you know the bit mm. that rests into your palm yeah it looks, they're completely it looks, gone it looks like a um more rounded sort of like uh super nintendo controller I was gonna say, right? it's it's like it's like the weird offspring of a dual shop four and a snes <laughs> controller yeah kind of is yeah so well, it's kind of like the wii as soon as i saw it i thought the wii pro controller mm-hmm. also that yep uh, so it is cute. Uh, it is mini. It is designed primarily for kids. Uh, I did hear somebody mention that it's also going to be probably pretty good for people with disabilities uh, because sometimes they have limitations. They can only use one hand or something like that, and it makes it a lot easier for them to handle that kind of stuff. So that's cool, too. Sorry, um, I just, it's not the Pro Controller. It's the Wii Classic Controller. That's the name yeah, of it. Ah, that's yes, it. that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And... um. And they say it's forty percent smaller, but I just on the images, I suppose it's not a great indication. But right. button placements don't look that different. Mm-hmm. It just looks like they've literally just got rid of the big handles. But um, yeah, I'm I'm sure when you actually look at the thing, it, it's kind of like the um, the what was it Nest Classic controllers? Like it, they they were actually the same thing but smaller, right? Mm. Um, but if you just looked at a picture, you probably wouldn't notice unless there was mm. some kind of comparison. They got to they gotta stick like a Coke can next to it so you can uh, yeah. get a reference. Because I always thought the problem the kids had with like the DualShock controllers were being able to reach their thumbs onto the analog sticks in the middle. Mm-hmm. Bit of a stretch. So I'm not yeah. quite sure whether this is actually well with the um With the grips gone, you can put your wrist more towards the center so you can just reach in that that way mm-hmm. rather than having to reach all the way over you're just reaching up yeah and uh we'll, we'll see how it goes with the wired controller thing for a uh, controller designed for kids uh, maybe they won't lose it but at the same time uh, maybe we'll break a few ps4s who knows <laughs> uh 
So Final Fantasy 15 Comrades expansion has been delayed. Not long, just a couple of weeks, it seems like, going to be delayed into early November for tweaking. Hmm. But it's a bit of a shame because that's one I was looking forward to playing. But obviously, as anyone yeah. listening will know, there's so many games coming out now. So, fine. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a strange time to be releasing it. Like, I feel like you could release it, save it, and release it like at the beginning of December, and people might actually play with that. But right now, oh God, there's three games coming out this Friday that I want to play all of them. And I, I think don't know which ones. Early November is a good time because it comes before um thanksgiving and therefore black friday and when a lot of people would buy other games maybe yeah Mm -hmm. Mm. um but anyways that's uh just a small thing worth mentioning um hopefully that's a lot of fun oh Uh, just on the sony controller quickly it's going to be a pain if it's wired isn't it because the ps4 is short of usb ports anyway especially that's true i didn't think about that if you're like me and you've got the you got the vr and you maybe got an extra external hard drive plugged in it and, and all the rest of it i really need to invest in a in a usb hub thing for that doesn't the um, yeah. psvr have uh, an extra usb mm, i'll have to have a look it's with that mine's, tu- mine's tucked behind it so i'll have to have a look okay i think it did but if it did that'd Watch be great space. <laughs> We also got a little bit of news for Destiny 2. Uh, the Trials of the Nine, which is a, a weekly thing that they do on the weekends, uh, is going to be offline for two weeks because there's a bug in it and it's kind of a competitive uh, multiplayer thing and they don't want to spoil the game for those two weeks, so they're just going to have it offline. Right. Is that the kind of bug that gives um, users lots of credits and lots of things so then they can Probably. buy... Um, no. <laughs> packs and unlock a load of things. That that, that kind of bug. <laughs> no, well, who knows? Um, so, I think what the problem was is that some of the emotes have your character moving around a lot, and they were using it to clip, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, so, like, so, people yeah. going through geometry to do some weird stuff. Uh, and oh, so always they, fun. Yeah, so they. They're patching it uh, in a, so in two weeks they're going to hopefully have a, a patch for this and then it'll come back online. Uh, they also announced that content for Destiny Two will be coming in seasons. There are going to be four seasons per year. Uh, the faction and clan changes. Uh, there are faction and clan changes coming in season two, including a clan staff for season one. I don't really know how that works. I guess theoretically, you know, as long as the clan existed, it would make sense that you would have gotten this staff. They didn't really, I don't know, tell us too much about that. Uh, And then the dawning, which is sort of like a a winter themed event uh, and some winter themed festivities will be coming back. You'll be able to play hockey on the tower, from what I understand, amongst other things. So, oh, and uh, snowball fights. You'll be able to get into snowball fights and throw mm. snowballs at all the nasty monsters. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. So, good to know those are coming back. You guys are so excited for that, right? <laughs> I'm just letting you get the news out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a um, light. After last week, it's like such a light news week. It's just <laughs> all of this stuff seems so kind of silly and trivial compared to last week. It's just um, information. It's not yeah. um, none of this is controversial, which is probably a good thing after a series of controversial news. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Uh, Destiny Two's not quite my thing. I've, I've kind of all bungeed out from Halo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Halo. 
Let's carry on. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, so Sony has announced the details for its Paris Games Week. There will be a show uh, on October 30th. It's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, and 4 p.m. London. There will be a pre-show. So kind of like what they did with E3, you know, the pre-show thing that nobody paid attention to that had a bunch of reviews uh-huh. or whatever. Apparently, they're going to be doing that again. So make sure that you're paying attention. Make sure you tune in for that so that you don't miss anything. Like so, Brandon, what can we expect from uh, Paris Games Week? Uh, so usually the idea is that you get more of your European stuff, uh, out that at that time, just so that way people don't have to travel as much. It's handled separately from like the Sony North America. So this is whatever show that they want to put on. And so Sony Europe, um, and so I would expect, I mean, obviously they're going to show, um, oh my God horizon because they've got the dlc coming out so i'm sure they're gonna drop some of that because that's going to end up coming out yes what Uh, horizon uh, dlc oh oh. sorry um the frozen the frozen wastes is that the one with the big uh, mountain monster yeah is that still not out i thought that was out (laughs) no no that's coming out in um in november oh Uh, right frozen wilds is what it's called Oh man, that was pretty bad. Yeah, so that's coming out in November. So that's going to be a. It's going to be before. So November seventh, it's coming out. It's going to be before PSX. So they can't wait to P, for PSX to do that. So they'll show, I'm sure, something for that to get people hyped, so that in a week's time they can go and download it. Uh, they also, um, I imagine, would have to have something more for Detroit. Uh, show off some of that because that's supposed to be coming next year mm. um, after that I, you know honestly i don't know i mean dreams like i don't know how we haven't seen dreams in forever but they've got a show yeah kind of they've been dark, dark. So. well i mean sort of like i think they're still posting their like bi-weekly you know, developer, whatever stuff, and they show off the game like every so often. So -hmm. that stuff is still going as far as I'm aware. They haven't stopped, but they haven't really shown anything in a big way in a while. And I was surprised that they didn't do it at E3 because they really kind of need to, I don't know, they have to pump it up. They have to make people be like, oh, yeah, so this is what this is about. And this is why I should be excited because right now, Nobody knows what the hell's going on with it, what the actual game will be aside from building stuff. And it's been so long that, you know, when things go quiet like that, people start getting a bad feeling about it and you have to kind of overcome that. So Mm. you mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. (laughs) So hopefully dreams will be there. Um, Trying to think of what else. Anything else that you well, can think so of? So we can expect to see some some trailers and gameplay from yeah a, a few big games from different genres. Yeah, the big big one, big name would be Marvel Spider Man, won't it? But I can't think what else is still there because um, I don't the others imagine have been released now. They might show something, but I wouldn't expect anything big or new. Just because, so that's I mean, it's Insomniac, so that's um, 
that's in the states, anyways. And they they are going to be not. I mean, six weeks later, they're going to be doing PSX. So that that seems like the kind of thing that they would hold for PSX. PSX, which is a, a bigger show. So that's uh, I, I imagine they could have something new for that, especially with how much attention that's been getting at like E three and whatever people going crazy over it. So that that I think will be a much bigger deal. Paris Games Week, like. I feel like we're going to be in store for a similar scale as maybe TGS, which was not huge. They gave a little bit of information, but I'm not expecting too much big stuff out of it this year. Cool. Yeah. I think there'll be a nice indie developer with a new IP that might grab some attention. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. Like, uh, a nice little um, indie, a European indie showcase or something would be pretty cool. Um Especially now that they've got their uh, new publishing label under Sony Music. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> will we will we see a switch on stage at Paris Games Week? <laughs> I don't think so. That's still run by a uh, Sony computer. Uh, sorry, Sony Interactive Entertainment. So mm. I, I doubt that uh, the what was it unties. I don't think they're going to be making an appearance. But uh, yeah, so that's Paris Games Week. Uh, one one last little bit of news. Lego Dimensions has officially been canceled, which means that they will not be producing any more of the figure sets or whatever, right? Something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all the year three content's been canceled and all the existing year one and year two content, once they sell out in the stores, the level packs and fun packs and what have you, once they're gone, they're gone. So, uh, officially, to... fun is running out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it, isn't it? You know, with Disney Infinity, Skylanders, now Lego Dimensions. That's the toys to life. Yep. Genre, um, gone or toys to death. All that stuff. For, <laughs> for now, at least. Yeah. Who knows? Someone might resuscitate it, but they uh, it had a good will. run. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it had a good enough run, and it was definitely profitable for... Mm. Well, so we know that Activision made a bucket load of money. We don't know necessarily about Lego and Disney. Uh, they may have done alright, but not great. Maybe their figures mm. cost more money. I don't know. So but The it, Lego it, stuff certainly did, but then by nature, Lego is quite expensive anyway. I mean, you know, they, they are full Lego sets and things in there you can use without the game. Oh, yeah. So no, I, I, was talking, I was talking more like in a profit margin sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they may not have been making as much money on the figures as they were with the Skylanders for Activision. So, I mean, they, they may not have made big bucks, but... Uh, People know that Activision made a ton of money, so it might take some time off, but I'd be surprised if it didn't come back at some point. It's totally, I think, something that they can double dip on in you know, five years. They'll come back and be like, hey, remember whatever? They just need to find whatever uh, property they want to tie it on to. You know? Maybe not mm-hmm. Spyro this time. Maybe they'll do something different. But yeah, so if you are interested, you should make sure to pick up whichever figures you want and, uh, you know, starter kit or what have you and get in on that. Time is running out. Uh, but the servers, as far as we're aware, are not closing at at this time. No, they said they're still supporting it, still keep it going. So that's good. So I wouldn't wouldn't hang around. <laughs> yep. He All says right. looking at his dimension starter pack that is unopened. <laughs> uh, it's been there for goodness knows how long. Not on eBay. Yeah. 
Um, no, because I quite quite enjoy the Lego games. But the trouble is, they they did the Lego Dimensions, but they didn't, didn't stop doing the other ones. And I'm kind of more attracted to the whole the Marvel ones and that lot. So I've been playing those, and it's always been there. I thought, oh, I'm going to go and do do that one. But yeah, um, I mean, they they very well may have cannibalized themselves a little bit there. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me in the least because I I kind of agree. Like the it's so much less of an investment. The proper lego games just because you don't have to be buying the figures or whatever if you're not sure if somebody's going to enjoy it it's much easier to just get one of those games that's focused on a particular thing like my wife loves harry potter so it's like the lego dimensions thing would be largely a waste on her but the harry potter stuff you can get one of those it's not even 60 bucks i'm sure you could probably get it for like the ps4 version for like 15 20 bucks at this point so and and it's just so much easier and cheaper to get in on that and have a full experience in a particular IP, which is usually the selling point. Even with Lego Dimensions, the whole point was all of the properties that they had rolled into this one game. Mm. On the other hand, it, the one thing that was good about it was the introduction of smaller ones. So you got like simpsons adventure time and all these other oh, yeah. smaller ips that was quite nice so it it was definitely worth it for a taster of what all these different smaller ones were that you couldn't really envisage a whole lego game to scooby-doo yeah unless definitely. they've got another film ugh, in the works <laughs> but you know they and i think that's I think it worked out. I think it was one of those, like it was profitable enough. They kept it going for two years. So they didn't, Mm. it didn't blow up into these grand plans that they'd hoped for, but two years is nothing to shake a stick at. Mm. All right. So that's actually it for the news. Uh, We went through that a lot faster than I thought we would, but you know, like I said, after last week, it's kind of slim pickings. So we're just trying to get it a bit more condensed. Yes. Yes, very condensed. Time to meet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> places to go, people to see, and we don't want our recording stuff to explode on us. So there's that too. <laughs> um, so, without further ado, we're going to jump straight into popular trophies. Hey, welcome to top of the trophy pops, the fifty most popular trophies this week on TrueTrophies.com on October twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Fast approaching Halloween. <laughs> right. Um, mm. We've had quite an exodus for the trophy chart this week compared to last week. Wow, you weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and a sneaky contender who might have been doing some cheating based on <laughs> the, the, the typical character. Um, <laughs> but first we first we have to say goodbye. Let's say goodbye to <gasps> Evil Within 2, Marvel's Goddess of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, Hugh, Skyforce Anniversary, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, WWE 2K18, and Destiny 2. <gasps> if you were counting... the entire chart from last week. Almost. I, almost, because I think there Apart were... From eight, I think there were eight on there last week. So yeah, almost. That's seven. I uh, seven of the games out of the eight or whatever from last week got bumped. Yeah, I mean, I presume God is the Galaxy are gone, but not forgotten. They'll be back with the next episode at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but anyway, so that leaves us with this week's chart clinging in uh, at number six, down from first place from last week is Middle Earth: Shadow of War, spot forty-eight. Trophy first steps, uh, 146 wins, hmm. uh, no other trophies in the top 50. So just clinging in there. Yep. Wow. Um, at number f- zero, rather. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five, we've got uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. It's a re-entry with the next episode. Um, trophy Graffiti uh, number three, or uh, I suppose pound sign three or hash three, depending on whatever your symbol name is. Uh, 180 wins and five other trophies in the top 50. So that's probably a good shame for the for the episode of, of the I feel six like trophies. I feel like that's one of those email things where you get somebody's email address and it's like, you know, first name, last name, 723. And you're like, what happened to the first 722? What, what happened to graffiti's number one and two? I'm sure that mm. if it's anything like the first game where it had like five photographs in a chapter, yeah, it's probably just like that. It's probably so, just that one is right in your face where it's, it's the graffiti. first two you missed. <laughs> Graffiti number one in episode two. All right. No. Uh, no. no. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm getting graffiti too Graffiti number three. <laughs> I think guessing... your theory is bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, tell me, tell me how it really is. How bad is it? I think it's strange. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> okay. That's, that's bad. Very bad. Um, <laughs> what else is bad? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, so. In this one, it's optional graffiti. So presumably, whereas before you were taking pictures, this time you're now scrawling on walls or what have you. Yeah, so this it's is just the, the collectibles again. Yeah. So yeah. this is completely optional graffiti number three in episode two. So quite that one's probably quite in your face and hard to avoid. The next one is graffiti number two. So presumably, people have gone hey, up. We're the other ones gone huh. back and then found number two and then yeah if, if you wanted to proceed down this line it's the not next necessarily one is... in order it just means number two was the second most commonly found mm-hmm. yeah uh, and then the next one's five the one after that is one and then the last one is four okay <laughs> just, just to wind you up let's carry on <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but the OCD is there so sort of like yeah okay right. so, so we're, we're gonna try the segue again what else is bad <laughs> Nothing. Okay. That's that's your time to go on. Okay. And number four, <laughs> killing floor two. Killing floors should be pretty bad. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, right. What you don't on a nope. Saturday night? No. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to pass Mer- judgment on, on the <laughs> not not passing judgment on the game because I have not actually played the game. Right. But so yeah. So killing floor two is re-entered at spot thirty-five. Trophy tree panning for fun and profit. That's even a word. Don't even know what that means. It's a word. No. Um, 182 wins and not other trophies in the top 50. So just sneaking in there. So not quite sure where this came from. I mean, it was a PS Plus free game, wasn't it? Uh, Ah. A couple of months ago. So uh, trepan is to perforate a person's skull with a trepan. Sorry. Sorry. Trepanning, yeah. So that's that's trepanning. Trepanning is to skewer a skull with a trepan. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah. What's wrong with just scalping, or is that old-fashioned now? I know. Right? Ah. So I'm guessing maybe that was bugged or something. They've unlocked it or something. Oh, it is kind of a collect all items one. So maybe there was one missing, or people didn't know, or it was bugged. Who but, knows? Uh, Seems to have suddenly been popular this week. Um, 
Right, uh, moving on. Uh, at number three, uh, another re-entry. South Park, the Stick of Truth, spot 33. Uh, trophy shutout, 185 wins and four other trophies in the top 50. You know, I didn't uh, see this one coming. But yeah, I well, have. yeah, yeah. We all we know why that one's in there. We'll, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, at number two, speeding past it into second place. Is Gran Turismo Sport? I love Spot it. Spot ten. <laughs> the trophy name is perfect. Yeah, the trophy run, run, run! Exclamation mark. Um, Five hundred eighty-one wins, so good count of wins, and eight other trophies in the top fifty. That good, is a good solid. Amount. Yeah, first entry in there. Probably not the case, but but I'm going to pretend that it's be an instance where like you crash your car and it catches on fire. No, no, not quite that exciting. It's like earned your I'm first sure. daily workout, whatever that is. Yeah, really? but I understand that would Sounds be more really interesting boring. if that's what <laughs> the game shouts at you the moment you have to try and make your character survive the explosion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not that kind of game. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why I haven't played a Gran Turismo game in a while. You know, there, there's yeah, not I that think kind you're of... confusing Gran Turismo and Bulletstorm. So, <laughs> I mean, they're very similar aesthetically and thematically, no, but yeah. one is has more cars and the other less cars. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only difference, oh. just the number of cars. That's, that's Really, it. yeah, in totality. That's really a, pretty much the bulk of what's different. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, that, that, that'd be a great spin-off. Yeah. Uh, oh, spin-off. Scrunches. Get it? Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, in at number one, sneaking up from last week, it is South Park, the fractured butthole. Uh, spot number one. <laughs> Trophy name, hashtag followbacks. 751 wins. Good amount there. Plus mm-hmm. 27 other trophies in the top 50. So it's official. TTS are all South Park fans. <laughs> or a, mm. a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. I mean, th- this one was, was in our top 50 uh, last week. Mm. It was in at spot three with yeah, just trophy potty trained. Yeah, just creeping in. 152 wins. So not not a huge amount. But um, that was around the time it had just, just been released. So, um, yep. I. Uh, so I think part of the reason that the stick of truth is here didn't I think there yes. was an addition of the fractured but whole that also provided you with a code for the stick of truth. I would have assumed that that would have went out prior to the release of the game, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, sometimes they do, but sometimes it, yeah, it literally comes in in the packaging in the case mm-hmm. with a code. So yeah, uh, what surprises me is people actually bother. I mean, all right, yeah, put the code in and download it, but to actually play that one when you've got the brand new one like right there. Well, I suppose some people might think oh, they want to play the first, that one and get it done first, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Because if you don't understand the backstory of the characters in South Park 2, you're never going to understand the emotional payout. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not linked, are they? Are they're just like two episodes or two? Uh, no, I was, I was definitely being sarcastic. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> they, they, they are tangentially linked. You are playing as the same person. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm sure the comedic value is the dominant force in that series. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It's strange, though, that the two games released like a day apart, but in fact, there are more people on True Trophies that have played South Park than Gran Turismo, about 50% more, which is quite something. 
considering how Grand Turismo wow. is basically a triple A game. That's really surprising. A triple A first party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's something else. Uh, that does not <laughs> bode well for Gran Turismo. Well, I mean, I guess it could just be our our audience's. Uh, more fond of potty humor than it is of really simulation cars. driving. I yeah. mean, in fairness, yeah. um, South oh, it's not just sexy cars. cars. Is it's a simulation driving one, isn't yeah. it? As opposed yes. to just the the pretty gaming yeah. one. Yeah, you were saying so it has VR features, 4K HDR. Mm-hmm. So that's you know news. Just in, you don't need any of those things to be a successful game. Mm-hmm. As it turns yeah, out. and that, the that, worst that thing is, is the, isn't it? So I'll just say the worst thing is South Park costs five pounds more on uh, PSN store. It's more expensive. Wow. Well, that's um, like I said, that's really not good for Gran Turismo. I mean, usually it's a pretty huge seller for Sony. So I'm sure it has Hopefully. sold well, just not. I'm sure it sold well. Just uh, you know, maybe not going to sell quite as well as the previous entries. But I think that was kind of. I'm not surprised when they went and named it Gran Turismo Sport. I think you're just automatically going to lose people when you, you're basically exclusively Gran Turismo 4, 5, 6, and then you go and do Gran Turismo Sport, and it sounds like a weird offshoot. Well, I think when they first announced it, it was just going to be a kind of like a stopgap, but then they realized they wanted it to be more of a kind of like living entry, um, and that yeah. I don't think was communicated very well. Yep. Mm. Yep. I mean, how much of a draw is the 4K stuff at the moment? It doesn't really sort of entice me yet. I mean, from what I've heard, uh, I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but from what I've heard, the HDR in Gran Turismo Sport is really stand out. And it's the kind of thing, if you've seen HDR so far, you probably understand why it's not a big deal. But if you see it in, in Gran Turismo Sport, you might start to think, hang on, there is potential here. Because this is also like year one HDR, so mm-hmm. it has a lot of room to grow. Indeed. All right. So um, aside from Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo Sport, um, there's a bunch of stuff coming out this week that's huge. Uh, you've got Assassin's Creed Origins is coming out this week. You've got Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Uh, the was it? Daybreak? I can't remember their name. Uh, the people that did... Um, uh, uh, oh my god. Who am I thinking of? They they did the horror game with the branching paths and the... Um, Until Dawn. Uh, the people that did Until Dawn are releasing a game this week called Hidden Agenda. I think it's a VR game. I, I might be mistaken. But it's kind of one of those like um, hidden Hitler type games from what I understand. What? Uh, and, and there's... Um, Little nightmares, which people really like. seconds to explain that phrase. What the the hell are you talking about? It's a tabletop game. Um, Basically, it's a card game where a particular person is Hitler, (laughs) and everybody's trying to figure out who is the Hitler and stop his rise to power. Okay, that's weird. Okay. Uh, Yeah, there's... um, they did another one. Uh, Ubisoft made one. Was it the uh, some kind of werewolf? Oh, no, that was something with the mafia and werewolf. Yeah. So that that also I think is a similar premise, at least. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Hidden Agenda is, uh, from what I understand, of the same sort of breed of game. But it's the people that did Until Dawn. 
and then you've got Little Nightmares was a popular game that came out, I believe, earlier this year. Yep. Uh, it's getting a complete edition. That's coming out. And even though it's not a PlayStation game, it is definitely worth mentioning that Mario is coming out on Friday as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, Odyssey. Yeah, that's going to be one of those games. It's like, you know, we usually talk of, about the drop in the context of trophies and unlocks and how many people are getting stuff and whatever. Mario is going to have an impact on the sales of all of these games. So, and in probably a rather dramatic way. But, so I just figured it was worth mentioning. Mm. So, realistically, who do you expect to top the chart next week? You think it's going to be Assassin's, Assassin's Creed? Creed. No question. Wolfenstein? No it's going to be a close fight. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a close fight between those two because Wolfenstein is really popular, isn't it? And you're also seeing adverts for it on TV as well. Yeah, so well, getting, isn't it? Assassin's Creed is and, also getting a a similar push, but I think yeah, my but it's pers- got a bit of a dodgy history from the last few, hasn't it? Has that turned people off? It do you think? Although a lot of people are excited for it Maybe. from the E3 stuff, but I'm just thinking yeah. of like. I, I think it's going to be more of a I think the Wolfenstein trophy list is going to be um, more short term attainable. I think it's probably going to be easier to get a bunch of early trophies compared to Assassin's Creed. But yeah, that as well. So I've I think seen that a lot of, a bit. I've seen a lot of Wolfenstein gameplay and it does look very good. Um, yes, the previous well, Wolfenstein was, of course, exceptionally good. Uh, I just think Assassin's Creed is a much bigger game. Bigger. I, I agree. I think it's probably going to be Assassin's Creed. I would love to see Wolfenstein really step up that way, because people really did love the first Wolfenstein. So it would be nice to see it grow bigger. And but it's like Doom. Develop. They don't need all the sales in the world to be successful. Like, I mean, no, no, I don't no, mean no. that sarcastically. I mean, they they would like have a more modest uh, sales goal. Yes, they absolutely would. Yeah. So, uh, my money is on Assassin's Creed as well. All right, so uh, you guys been playing anything fun lately? Nothing uh, particularly needs talking about. I mean, we played more Gears of War, and I played more Gravity Rush 2, but more and then later, I think. Yeah, I've played a much larger, much more significant uh, chunk of Shadow of War. Uh, It's definitely more interesting than it was, but it is also already approaching the point where it's getting a little bit routine and and grindy uh and i'm only so i think i might be getting like halfway maybe through uh act two there's four acts uh, Mm. and apparently act four is supposed to be particularly grindy so we'll we'll see how that goes but i've kind of gotten to a point where it's just i'm not chasing down story missions anymore i'm mostly just like dominating orcs and taking over fortresses and stuff like that so uh right now it's, i'm still enjoying it but it is kind of mm, it's getting a little bit stale it's getting towards the downsides of the open world right i think it's really getting it's getting to the point it's um it's too big mm. like the old yeah, exactly. yeah it's got too many fortresses and i think 
it it like I just finished a fortress and it opened up like three more and I was like, oh my god, this is just so much stuff. And so I, I am suffering from that open world syndrome where I'm like bouncing back and forth between them and I make a little progress here, then I make a little progress there, and then I feel like I'm not really making any significant progress anywhere. Um, so I'm I'm kind of having that kind of fatigue from it. Uh, the it's really kind of impressive that there's because what they really did is not unlike what we're doing now, which is they I don't think there's as much landmass, but they made each area and each fortress and the area around the fortress more distinct and lively and filled with stuff. Uh, and so, but That's even good. then, they've just done so much of it. It's just like it's almost. Uh, it, it is kind of overwhelming just how much there is. So, well, you know, that is Middle Earth after all. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? So, I am still enjoying it though. I'm still playing it, and we'll see. I need to get more back into the um, story missions and get some a uh, little bit more direction. I think, but we'll, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes from here. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yep. All right. Uh, now we've got a little bit of trivia. So. In honor of the new PS4 controller, before the DualShock, Sony released an intermediate controller called the Dual Analog Controller. When did Sony introduce this DualShock predecessor? Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was a baby. Well, not a baby. I was a kid who couldn't afford to go to a shop and buy one. Sorry, can you can you say that question again? Because I'm wondering if it's a trick to that. Uh, so before the DualShock, Sony released an intermediate controller called the Dual Analog Controller. When did Sony introduce this DualShock predecessor? Okay. <laughs> Was it ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, or ninety eight? Yeah. Oh. Can you tell me what Is year this... the PS One came out? Is this, yeah, are we, because you could confuse this I mean, with something later on. You're not talking about PS3 era. What do you know? No, I'm, I'm talking about the, the very original DualShock controller. Okay, so um, we're not talking about the and, whole... And its predecessor. So we're not talking about the whole six-axis, because they... I think Ace is trying to play mind games with me. So, no, I'm not yeah. playing mind yeah. games. Because the, the, there was that. The and then later on, when they did the PS3, they had problems, didn't they, with having yeah, yeah, yeah. licensing for the Rumble. So they yeah, had to do the this is like classic era. And this then when they the finally sorted era. that out. Yeah, okay. Back oh, when Grey was cool for Umtech. You remember that? That was good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am currently looking up the date. I don't want to give you the wrong date. Can you give me uh, the which date? The date for the release of the uh, original PlayStation. Okay, give me that and then I'll answer. <laughs> Is that cheating? No, it's not, uh, because what? it didn't launch with the PS1, obviously. Otherwise, it wouldn't be interesting. No, but you know. <laughs> ah, there we are. What, what were okay. the options? So, the, uh, the original PlayStation was released uh, December 3rd, 1994 in Japan, September 9th, uh in 95 in North America and September 29th in Europe, same year. Um, so 95 for the PS1. I'm going to go with 90. What options did you give us? Five, five, six, seven, and eight. Ah, uh, I thought you'd cut out numbers. Well, I'm going to have to go with number seven. 
Well, actually, no, I'm going with eight because that was my first thought. From the beginning, I thought eight, but that might be dual shock. <laughs> um, and what are you thinking? All I can think of now is the bloody six axis in my head. <laughs> Just go for um, it. Go with your gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this, is a, this is a controller that was released for the original PlayStation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, what did you say, 98? Mm-hmm. Uh, 97? Go with that. <laughs> okay. And Ace is right, it is actually 97. Oh, uh, it's, yes. it's a I little bit tricky <laughs> because it was released in, I believe, April of 97, and the first DualShock was actually released in, I think, November of 97. So they were actually released in the same year, which is kind of ridiculous to me. But mm. yeah, so that's you were kind of onto it, Prince. And you just I don't know. Sort of I mean, yourself out of it. as far as I can tell, the DualShock was released in '98. Having looked it up after the fact, um, and I mean in America, <laughs> of course. DualShock. Whoops. The DualShock controller was released in. Uh, November 20th, 1997. Where? Uh, it says retail availability. That's so, not uh, Yeah. Yeah. The DualShock was introduced in Japan in late 1997 and launched in the North American market in May 1998. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Yep. so you, you were right. Yeah. Well, this was a time on. when <laughs> you couldn't even think of getting something from Japan. This was no, like, no, no. You'd have this, to be a hardcore collector. Get anything this was not the the dual shock this was a different controller so he, he didn't suddenly get the trivia right this was okay. an intermediate step it looks it, if you look at it it looks almost identical oh, to I, I remember dual shock yeah um it, it was but it was not a dual shock um in so in japan it actually had a rumble motor in it apparently mm-hmm. um but the north america and european versions had a mount for the rumble but did not actually actually have the rumble in it Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got a particularly long the the handles are actually particularly long on this iteration for some reason, um, which I oh, very distinctly that one. now I remember. Yeah, you remember yeah, that now? now I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a strange thing to remember about a controller, considering they're no. all essentially the same shape. Well, but... you know, no, the funny thing is, ever since that one, I felt like all the other PlayStation Three controllers. Were stubby little stuff. Yeah. Why haven't they got along? And then when the PlayStation 4 came out, I was like, yes, the the lengthy ones are back again, you know? know? Yeah. You said that. Oh, you said that. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I remember that one. Love that one. Yep. So that was was 1997 that that was released. That's so weird. That was only around for like a few months then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what what got me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, and then uh, I'm just going to close it out real quick with the um, poll from last week. No, no particularly. Uh, it, it was uh, what was the strangest news story from that week? Uh, and it ended up being a tie at 29% between EA shuttering Visceral and IGN buying Humble. Uh, apparently the Activision's uh, microtransaction patent and the Sony publishing games on Switch and PC were not nearly as strange as those two things. Right on. It's Level-headed a- listeners. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it, it, yeah. 
it's a little bit hard to say, well, this thing is stranger. It's like the ESRB. Hey, just because you worked at those answers to win. No, no, no. I mean, it's just like EA shuddering visceral is like, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? But the other part of me is like, well, I haven't heard anything about that game in a while. So not that strange, I guess, but I can definitely see where people would be strange, feel that it was strange and bothered by that. So thanks for that. Yep. I was just going to say, you know, we mentioned earlier about um, Stick of Truth. Apparently, like, every edition of the game at the moment comes with that. <laughs> with the, with the um, uh, Stick of Truth in the fractured butthole. <laughs> so, like, the, the day one edition, sort of? Yeah, the sort of deluxe and, and the collectors and that, and the day one, yeah, which, you know, typical is probably going to be the day one around for, like, months <laughs> or something. So, yeah, that just means how it goes. Yep. All right. So thanks for joining us. Sorry it was a little bit short, but hopefully you got every bit of enjoyment out of that that you normally would. Yeah. Sorry. Right. We're saving you time and giving you all of the same stuff. Let us know if you like the shorter format or if you like the extended uh, discourse (laughs) format. So thanks for joining us. Um, obviously, on True Trophies, you can subscribe there. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Rate us on iTunes and on Google Play. Follow us at True Trophies. I'm at Megabrand Zero. Ace is at Ace McLeod. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, have fun. We'll see you soon. Bye. See you around. See ya. See ya.